The piece of music you're listening to is called Tupac Lives. I originally wrote it as a character theme for a comedy audio drama based in the UK called The Saga of the European King. You're listening to How I Make Music, a weekly show that breaks down a soundtrack that I've written and goes into the stories and the insights behind how it was made. My name is John Bartman. I'm a music producer and composer from Cape Town, South Africa, and this is How I Make Music. A friend of mine commissioned this piece as a leitmotif, which is a recurring character theme for one of the characters in his audio drama who was based on Will Smith. The brief I received was quite simple, to write a 90s hip-hop sounding rap instrumental. I immediately started checking out stuff by Will Smith and Tupac. Two of the closest influences that I got were just the two of us. And Do For Love by Tupac. During the 90s in hip-hop, you heard this sound quite a lot. Record scratching like this was a result of dancers bumping the tables in the 1980s in hip-hop. It's a sound that became associated with block parties and found its way into the commercial music of the time. By playing that up front, introducing the track with that sound, we were immediately positioned in a certain space and genre, which then sets the tone for the rest of the track. Next up, of course, is just a straight-up hip-hop beat. That is very much a classic hip-hop beat, but it's not entirely my creation. I'd like to talk a little bit about copying. You can call it what you like, imitating, being influenced by, but it's when you have something that you're trying to emulate, and pass off as your own. Earlier in my music production, I was always trying to make something unique. I still do to some extent, but if it's a commission job, and especially if I'm on a deadline, I need references. I need something that I can work off. Now, as I've gotten more into the game, I've realized that a lot of the time you just have to imitate. You've just got to do something exactly the way it's been done before. There is a way that things have been done for a reason. It's the meeting point for people's expectations. So instead of creating something that I would consider to be original, I really just copied the beat from Do For Love. I'll play my version, then the original, and then my version again. Originality has never really been very high in demand, if you go by the numbers. Most people want to hear something that reminds them of something else. As you move further down the chain, or up the chain, however you see it, you'll notice that the more original something becomes, the smaller the audience becomes. So you have to be quite honest and say to yourself, if this is for a small audience, fine, 
who are they? What do they look like? If it's just for me and I'm trying to make something new and progress myself personally, also fine. Don't expect a lot of attention. If it's for a very broad audience and you're okay with sampling and imitating and directly copying other artists, you might get more attention, but what you're doing is not very original. So it's a trade-off between the originality of the work and the attention that typically gets received. There are exceptions, of course. And it's up to you to decide where you'd like to fit in or slot in on that scale. Let's give the bass line a listen on its own. In this type of music, the bass line works along with the beat to create groove. Groove is a super important topic in this type of music and the position of the in-between notes is what determines the feel of the groove, the swing of the rhythm. I'd like to break down this little passage. Okay, now listen really, really closely to just that high middle note, which is the top octave note, the one that sounds like this. I'm going to play a few different versions of this groove by shifting that middle top note around. See if you can hear the difference and the impact it has on the beat. We'll start with the original one. Number two. Number three. And number four. There's a whole lot we could go into here about groove and the position of the off note, but to keep it brief, groove is about syncopation, which means positioning the off note in a way that gives it feel. Number three was an example of pretty boring groove. It sounds like it plods along on the beat, da, 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 da. Now compare that to the original where the bass note occupies its own in-between position in the beat. So the take-home here is when you're writing a groove, look for the in-between moments, look for the gaps. Try to create a number of different parts which work together rather than basing everything on one part like the position of the kick or the snare or the hi-hat. Look for the gaps in between those and fill the gaps with other instruments. And your choice of how to do that, the interplay, the weaving of that thread, is what's going to create the difference between a boring, straight, flat groove and something that actually makes you get up out of your chair and move around. That's the ultimate test. Hip-hop is simple. You leave as much space as possible for the lyrics. The lyrics are the center of attention. And the same is true of soundtrack music. You're trying to create a background for dialogue or storytelling or picture or whatever. The remaining instruments in this track are a jazz guitar, keyboard, and synth strings. The instrumentation choice in this song is deliberate because all those instruments, the jazz guitar, the synth strings, and the Rhodes keyboard have a very mellow tone, which counteracts the aggressiveness of the beat. And this was a general trend in hip-hop, the move from the aggressiveness of early Run DMC and NWA... That hard, aggressive, minor sound gradually gave way to 
a more romantic R&B-influenced sound, sort of like the way that Baroque-era music gave way to romantic music. It's a bit more sophisticated and heartfelt. Here is the jazz guitar and that Rhodes keyboard part on their own. It's just an 8-bar sequence repeated throughout the entire track. Gradually towards the end I add some a new string part just to give the end part of the song some variation. There's a low cello part which comes in and the remainder of the strings, but it's all very washed in reverb. It's meant to occupy a background role. The overall effect of this beat and this track is that it really communicates a sadness, which I think is associated most strongly with ghetto life, uh, perhaps the loss of a loved one. Do For Love is clearly a breakup song. When somebody listens to this music, the overall impact is being reminded of this type of sadness and, of course, Tupac's sad story. All of these pop culture references bleed into the music that you write. So the question you really always need to ask yourself as a soundtrack composer is, what does this remind the audience of? We'll listen to the full track in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music, a weekly show which breaks down an original soundtrack that I've written and shares the stories and insights behind how it was made. If you'd like to support my work, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or leave a review. You're also able to download this track, Tupac Lives, from my website, johnbartman.com, J-O-H-N-B-A-R-T-M-A-N-N.com. Go to the music page to search my library of original tracks by keyword, genre, title, mood, or instrument. Quick shout out to my friend Tom, or two of my friends called Tom, one being Tom McNally, who commissioned this piece for the Brighton Digital Festival for his medieval comedy audio drama, The Saga of the European King, link in the show notes. And the other Tom Glendinning, aka Elephant, I used one of his drum racks, his Ableton Live device presets called Earth in the making of this track, and a few others, super useful, super cool guy. Head over to elephant.io, that's E-L-P-H-N-T dot I-O, and check out some of his device presets. Once again, thanks for listening to How I Make Music, my name is John Bartman, and here is Tupac Lives in its entirety. 